Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. One of the greatest public health goals right now is getting the vaccine into as many arms as possible. That, of course, means having enough supply of the vaccine and distributing it efficiently. But also, and this is a crucial point, making sure people are willing to get vaccinated. So on today's episode, we're going to take a look at some of the concerns keeping some people of color from getting the vaccine. In the U.S., Black and Hispanic people have been among the hardest hit by this virus. According to the CDC, they're dying at nearly three times the rate of white Americans. My colleague, CNN correspondent Stephanie Elam, dives into why some people in the black community are hesitating to get the vaccine and what she herself could do to combat that skepticism. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Coronavirus, Fact versus Fiction. For nearly a year, we've been talking about the two things that will most likely help in the pandemic— masks, and vaccines. But when it comes to the latter, Black Americans are more hesitant than white Americans to get a shot. In fact, we are already seeing racial disparities in people who have gotten vaccinated. CNN recently analyzed data from 14 states and found that the percentage of Black adults that have actually received a vaccine is less than half that of white adults. Less than half. For anyone, those stats should be alarming. But for me, they also feel personal. For the last year, I've been reporting on how the pandemic is impacting California. Statewide and here where I live in Los Angeles County, the virus continues to devastate communities of color. As a human, it's upsetting to see the data. As a black woman, I wanted to do something that would encourage people to trust the science. So a few months ago, I enrolled in a trial for Johnson & Johnson's COVID vaccine candidate. The journalist in me wanted to see how the science worked, but I also wanted other black people to see someone like them going through this process. All right, deep breath, small pull. Time? 16, 18. Okay. That was me getting my injection in December at ARC Clinical Research. Full dose given. And who knows which one it was. That's right. Since I enrolled in a randomized, double-blind trial, I don't know whether I got a shot of the real vaccine candidate or a placebo, and neither do the doctors and nurses that are running this trial. Did you have any side effects uh, after getting the vaccine? No, no, I didn't have any at all. Okay. So I've made up my mind that I think I got the placebo, but I don't know that, obviously, but that's how I feel. Okay. After my initial injection, I went back in about a month later for a follow-up. They drew my blood to see if I had developed any antibodies. No fever, no fatigue. No fatigue. Um, Okay. And those are the most common. But the absence of symptoms does not mean that you did not get the vaccine. It could be that uh, you just tolerated the vaccine very well. 
and you didn't have any reaction to it. Good to know. Yes. So, right. any other questions? No, I think that's it. So far, the process has been really easy. The only weird part, of course, is not knowing whether or not I got the real vaccine. The thing is, I really want it. I want to know that I'm protected from this virus. But I know there are plenty of black people who don't feel as confident in the science and the medicine as I do. People who maybe grew up hearing stories about this country's shameful history of using black Americans in medical trials without their consent. People like Jamaica Britton. I'm not against vaccines. Let me make that clear. I'm not against vaccines. I just feel like there needs to be more research done on the vaccine to ensure that, um, that it's safe. Jamika is a registered nurse in Atlanta who wears an N95 mask everywhere she goes. And even though she's treated COVID patients and she's had COVID touch about every part of her community, she is still not willing to get the vaccine yet. It's been, it's been extremely, extremely difficult. When it first started, um, I, w- I remember I would come home just crying. That would be nice that I would just cry. I would, I remember just seeing patients and we're talking to the families and the doctors are basically telling them there's nothing else that they could do. I have very close friends who lost parents. I had a classmate who recently lost his wife. Um, We're 35 years old. It was his high school sweetheart. Um, I have a close friend who had to bury her father, grandmother, and aunt all within one week. Everyone close to me has been affected by COVID. Do you have any family members close to you that have gotten the vaccine? Not that I'm aware of. So you don't talk about this with your family? I do. I talk about it all the time with my family. Talk about it daily with my family, actually. And to be quite honest, we're all very, very hesitant about getting the vaccine, given the history of um, the malpractice and negligence in the African-American community. There's just some hesitancy there. Yeah, I, I was wondering if that was part of it, like the fear of looking at all the different studies that just took advantage of Black people over the decades. Now, do you, do you actually know somebody who felt like they were abused by the medical system in America? I do. I do have, you know, relatives who have expressed their concern to me um, about testing and being, quote-unquote, lab rats as Black people for vaccines. So they have expressed that to me as well. So I guess it would probably maybe be shocking to you to know that I enrolled in a vaccine trial? No. I did. Seriously? I did. Okay. And I did because of this very reason, because so many Black people are afraid of the vaccines and... I understand the fear, and I'm not negating that. But I also know that this is a different time. And the the one thing that has happened in America that is the good is that we have lots of health professionals that look like you, that look like me, that look like our cousins, right, who are now at the forefront of designing and understanding the, the, the research and technology into making these vaccines. And so I figured I could be a willing participant which is a very different you know, option, obviously. And so that's why I wanted to talk to you because I'm in the Johnson & Johnson vaccine trial. I don't know what I got yet. Um, but what is, what's your thought hearing that I'm in one like that and doing it in the trial phase? I'm impressed. 
honestly impressed. And that's why I think it's really interesting that you're a nurse and you study this and you're still like, yeah, no, not sure. How, how are you going about your research? Just talking to different people, honestly. Um, just speaking with different physicians about it, talking to other healthcare workers about it. That's pretty much just how I get my research from asking other healthcare professionals. Okay, fair. So if I get the vaccine, does it necessarily protect me from catching COVID? Does it? And what, what are the other side effects of it? Well, it sounds like the side effects of COVID are pretty bad. That's true. But there are people who have COVID and they were asymptomatic as well. So I don't know. I don't know. You kind of just. But is that not a gamble? It is. It is. What do you think could have been done to make people feel better about trusting these vaccines? Maybe if we saw, I guess, more of our leaders, like um, people higher up in administration in healthcare. If we could see them participating in getting the vaccine, then that would motivate, I believe, a lot of healthcare workers to potentially get the vaccine. So, but to your point, Vice President Harris got her shots on camera. President Biden got his shots on camera. You had um, the new leaders of the CDC uh, getting the shots on camera. Are Sanjay Gupta getting his shot on camera? Are you sure that's what it was? You think they got saline instead? Do you think they staged the whole thing? I don't know. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I never said that. How could could we be sure that that's what they received? If we all lived like that, then if I need to go to the hospital because I'm ill, how do I know that you're going to give me the right care if I'm unconscious? You just got to trust. You just got to trust that they're not going to inject craziness into your arm. I just still feel like there are more factors to consider. Um, again, I have seen many of my colleagues who have received the vaccine. And that does, um, that does sway me more towards being vaccinated. However, I would still like to see a large um uh, a large number of African-Americans received the vaccine before or agree to a lot of physicians of color that I know are not willing to receive the vaccine. So that, that still makes me hesitant about receiving. So if you saw doctors across the country and we got a lot of black doctors, different ages, that, that would help? That would help. Understood. Listen, I appreciated Jamaica's honesty. I know there are a lot of people who may feel the same way that she does. And what I take away from our conversation is that America has a lot of work to do to build trust between the medical field and black people, especially right now in the midst of a pandemic. As for me, I know participating in this trial isn't going to sway every mind. But if it helps convince even a handful of people to get their shots, I'll count that as a win. Stephanie, thank you so much. I just want to say that it's totally normal and healthy even to have questions about this vaccine. You should ask these questions. With any new medical product, I always encourage people to look at the data as much as they can themselves talk to their doctors, and then weigh the risks against the rewards. 
In this case, when it comes to the COVID-19 vaccines that are currently available in the United States, I do feel strongly that the benefits of getting one of the vaccines outweighs the risks. It's why I did it myself. It's why when my parents asked, who were in their late 70s, I recommended it to them as well. We know that the vaccines dramatically reduce your chances of getting really sick with COVID-19 or even dying of it. And of the more than a million doses now given in the United States, very few people have had any severe side effects. As I mentioned, when I got my opportunity, I got the vaccine, I received the Pfizer one. And I do encourage everyone who is eligible for the vaccine to think seriously about doing the same. If you have questions, please record them as a voice memo and email them to asksanjay at cnn.com. We might even include them on the next podcast. We'll be back tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.